just heard. Gracious God, you send great blessings. Why are we doing that? Today is Rumination Tuesday, July the 30th in the year of our Lord 2019. And I'm asking Pastor Mark Smith, do you know we're near the end of July? How about that? I'll tell summer. Summer always goes too quickly. I always wish it would kind of take its time. And... I thought you said that about Lent. Well, I like Lent. No, no, I tell you, I feel that way about Advent too. I could yes. use about I could use about eight weeks of Advent. Advent, but but summer, I like. You know, summer's a little bit lighter season for us preachers. You know, it just is. You know, you don't have, you know, confirmation instruction and uh, schools. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit lighter load time for. Don't have to see the shut-ins. Or oh no, I don't know about no. I don't agree with that. But but uh, but yeah, you know, know, you still got to do uh, there's some things. But it's just a little bit a little bit more relaxed uh, schedule. And I just wish summer would just take its sweet time. Ah, it's going pretty slow for me this uh, week. I've got a number of sermons I'm preaching plus. We're having a wedding at one of the churches I'm serving. Wow. And so the uh, rehearsal is Friday night, and then the wedding is Saturday, and then the worship service is Sunday. <laughs> wow. So you could move into the parsonage there or what? No, we're, we're staying in a uh, motel uh -huh. because uh, after the rehearsal, they're taking us to a pizza place. Oh, wow. And then uh, actually... The big dinner is about 30 miles away from the church. Uh -huh. But the next morning, I have to preach at the church. So it's uh -huh. going to be good to be yeah. right there all the time. So, right. yeah, it'd be something you may be looking forward to pretty soon, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I'm retiring at the end of this calendar year. Gee, I know. Boy, I tell you. Yeah, it's 40 years. 40 it, years. How many? 40. Wow. 40 years in the ministry. 38 at Prince of Peace. Yes. Boy, Man, that's something. Never, I tell you, I can't believe it's been 38 years. Of no, 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 Just no. unbelievable. I, it, ne I never thought I'd be there that long. I never thought they'd, I never thought they'd put up with me that long. <laughs> they tried to get rid of me once. <laughs> yeah, but your wife spoke up. Yeah. <laughs> if he goes, I'll go. That's the only way no, I stay. Oh, no, they, they need the altar guild leader. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah I tell you. Yeah, when I finally re retired, people were just crying. Because oh, Louise yeah. wasn't going to be there. I was at the. I was at the when you I left you St. James. Yes. Yep. That was twenty-eight years there. Wow. And then I had some other congregations before, but I really enjoy what I'm doing now. There are so few pastors. Yes. And so you yes, we need pastors. Send your sons. Send your grandsons. We need pastors. And so uh, vacancy or interim pastors are are kind of needed. And yeah. Uh, I'm going to be finishing up with two of the congregations in September. So I'll be looking for someplace then uh, to start again on Sundays. I'll be available. Ooh. And then I still preach during the week at two congregations, and that'll continue. Uh -huh. But we're having a lot of fun taking a look at a hymn. And the reason I like this hymn, did you know Gregory Wismar? No, but I've heard of him before. He's my classmate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we we graduated together and such. I I didn't know he was a hymn writer. Um, Where is he now? Is he retired too, or I don't know. Um, you don't know where he went. Where no, he was ministry? But he could be retired in light of the fact he was born about the same time I was. Plus, uh, he wrote this, uh, believe it or not, in um, forty six. No, no, two thousand four. Two thousand four. That recent. Huh? 
Yeah, so that wasn't too long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a number of... Uh, Henry Gerke's got some things in yes. here. Yes. The ones I really like, Starkey. Oh, Starkey. Oh, man. He's hit so many yes. home runs out of the park, I'll tell you. Right. He yeah. takes a tune that we're familiar with somewhat yes. and then adds words to it that just really yeah. are, are well... His Te Dam. Oh, it's beautiful. Can't beat that. People love it. All over Synod, you hear it. At our congregation, uh, St. Paul de Pere, they did it with a band. The yeah. orchestra, I should yes. say. Yes, oh man. It's more than a band. Beautiful. So, he sent this. I find it interesting in this hymnal, what's at the top of the page? It's under what? Stewardship. Yes. How about that? Yes. Yeah, you... you I don't know what to say. Stewardship is not one of our favorite topics, is it? I don't do stewardship sermons. I know. But uh, it's kind of interesting, and I don't know how you would interpret this, but at the end of Luke, Jesus is talking about um, people who lay up treasure for themselves are in trouble. The rich fool. And they are not rich toward God. Right. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean you got to give a lot of money toward God? Well, it, it, you know, of course, you want to be into the Word and Sacrament. You got to be deep in the Word. That's where you really become rich in God. The richer, but it's not rich toward God. No, being in the Word and Sacrament, that's no. rich. Well, toward rich you. toward God is when you realize it's it's like it's like maturity of faith. You realize how much you depend upon Him. Like for instance, the uh, I I think the the publican in the temple. Yes. When he realized, God, be merciful to me. I'm a poor, miserable sinner. Nothing in my hand I bring, simply to thy cross. Like, now, he was rich toward God, wouldn't you say? He was certainly mature in the faith. There's no doubt about would you that. E- would you equal uh, rich toward God to maturity in the faith? I would say it includes maturity in the faith. But believe it or not, the answer I would give is from the evil lawyer who came to Jesus what must I do to inherit uh, eternal life? Yes, yes. Jesus asked him, what are the commandments? Yes. And what does he say? You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. It's that last part. Yeah. That's how we're rich toward God yeah. in loving our neighbor. Loving our neighbor, yes. That's really... We may not have much money, so it's not how much money you give to church that makes you rich toward God. But stewardship, uh, if Wes was here, he was an expert on stewardship, would tell us that it involves our life and how we deal with other people and the neighbor and such like that. Mm -hmm. So the fact that the lawyer hated Samaritans showed he wasn't rich toward God. Right, right. So your point is correct. He didn't have the proper faith. Because when you have the proper faith in Jesus, there's no distinction between Jew and Gentile, Samaritan and Jew. You know, we used to, we used to talk about stewardship of time, talent, and, tre- and treasure. Yes. And now we talk about stewardship of the environment. Is there any other aspects? Of, yeah, you, you've heard of that, stewardship of the you know. In fact, that's included in this hymn. As we tend that endless treasure... Filled the the world filled with creatures large and small. As we tend that endless treasure, may may our care encircle all. That's stewardship of the environment. My my question is: is that is that all the stewardship we're talking about? Is are, are there other aspects of stewardship we need to be thinking about, or is it just 
those the way I would answer that is what else was Jesus steward over? Well, everything. I know. Everything. Everything in the whole universe. Yeah, so there's really nothing that would be accepted from proper stewardship if one understands it Mm -hmm. as a summary of the second uh, table of the laws. Mm -hmm. You You seemed a little hesitant when I mentioned stewardship of the environment. Do you not? Well, because I've seen it used in ways that uh, Uh, the the world is heating up. No, I'm not talking about that. Well, that's what they often mean by that. No, but we should. You know, we've been blessed with a a, a wonderful creation, and we we want to take proper care of it. For instance, do you know, I'm getting a little off the subject, but you know, do you know that scouts today, like the Boy Scouts, somebody told me when they go to a campsite, they leave that campsite as if nobody, they like to leave that campsite as if you couldn't even tell they were there. They never knew fires? Yeah. I'm telling you, they, they like to do their very best of leaving a campsite where you wouldn't even recognize that they were there. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. There's yeah. going to, they have a little campfire or something, obviously, but, but they really, you know, you know, when I was in Scouts... We used to make lean-tos out of pine boughs. We'd chop up oh, yeah. pine trees. <laughs> we're on you, the you radio. We were there. They don't see you making movements with your arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was um, in Cubs, too. Yeah, and uh, my hardest thing was those various ropes, how you tie them. Yeah, right, right, right. Yes. Uh, lashing. Do you ever do lashings? Lashings. Lashings. That's where if you tie a bunch of poles together to make a. Oh no! You no, never I did don't that. Remember that? Uh-huh. No, but uh, were you in Boy Scouts or just Cub Scouts? Uh, both. Both. You had to go from one to the other. Right. You started right. with Cub same, Scouts. Same. Same with us. Yeah, and it was through the church. Yeah. Boy, we're really we're really off subject this morning. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so let's get back on by you reading the first okay, stanza. Okay. Okay. Gracious God, you send great blessings. New each morning all our days, for your mercies never ending, for your love we offer praise. Lord, we pray that we, your people, who your gifts unnumbered claim, through the sharing of your blessings, may bring glory to your name. Now see, through the sharing of your blessings. Yeah, right. That's the neighbor. That's the neighbor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, right. May bring glory to your name. I, I kind of learned that from Wes Reimnitz about mm-hmm. stewardship is broader than just time, talent, and treasure, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. But um, somebody, I was walking up the uh, sidewalk here, and somebody said, good morning. And I said, well, it is a morning. And she <laughs> says, uh, you don't have any blessings? And I looked at her and said, no, I'm a sinner. And that's what my wife told me this morning, I said. And she said, but Jesus died for your sins. I'm going to phone my wife and tell her. But She she obviously did not know who you were. No, no. She said, hi, Pastor Tom. Oh, uh, uh, she was sharing the gospel with you. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. She thought you were down. Uh, No, I wasn't because I'm thinking, what are we going to say about this particular hymn? I'm always thinking all our stuff on our way up. Right. Plus, I had two or three things to do before I got here. Uh So, um, God sends the blessings 
And then we share the blessings. And that's how we give glory to his name. Right. So Spread it around. With children, raising them properly is sharing the blessings that God has given them and reminding them of them. What did your kids, when they were two, three-year-old, what did they say when you had a meal? What prayer did you teach them? Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest, and let thy gifts really? to us be blessed. Amen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ours... No, no, I, I, a lot of times if we have a special event where a lot of visitors there, I will yes. give a excorde prayer. Um, ours was a little simpler. Thank you, Jesus. Well, that's good, too. Yeah. And it gets them thinking mm-hmm. that this is from Jesus. And then the parents have shared it with them. Mm-hmm. Stanza two, please. By your word, you formed creation, filled with creatures large and small. As we tend that endless treasure, may our care encircle all. Lord, we pray that we, your people, who your gifts unnumbered claim, through the sharing of your blessings, may bring glory to your name. Now, that's where you were talking about the environment. Mm-hmm, right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, by your words, you formed creation. Did you hear what they did at the convention with the uh, evolution versus creation controversy? No, I'd be anxious to know. Yes. They adopted a resolution that said, we believe, teach, and confess that they were six natural days where Great. God created Amen. the world. Amen. That six, is huge. 24-hour days. you got to yes. take, take, take 24-hour days. That's right. Six natural days. Well, that pretty much nails it down. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because it, it's, it, we're able to stay in the misery sitting now. Yes, yes. <laughs> Good. Although God when, be praised. When I say that to Uber people, you know, in the back yeah. seat that we believe it was all created in six twenty, right? And they'll say, "Well, how did the mountains come up?" and this kind of thing, and, and they forget that they were there. Remember, God they, made a fully functioning universe, and the proof of that, He said, "Don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil." Well, if it hadn't grown yet, right? <laughs> That's right. I mean, it was everything was there. Because, everything was in place. Uh, in the Gospel of Thomas, chapter 3, it says uh, one week after Adam and Eve uh, had been brought together, uh, Adam dug uh, a diamond and gave it to Eve as an anniversary. <laughs> so how did those come I don't know what, where did, what apocryphal book did that come from? <laughs> um, <laughs> what I just made up. <laughs> All right, I'll read three. In his earthly life... Our Savior knew the care of faithful friends. May our deeds of dedication offer love that never ends. Lord, we pray that we, your people, who your gifts unnumbered claim, through the sharing of your blessings, may bring glory to your name. So that verse even more clearly is dealing with a neighbor. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it says, Knew know the, the care, care of faithful, faithful friends. friends. Yes. Yes. What does that mean, know the care of faithful friends? Well, I was going to ask you the question. You know, surely our uh, stewardship of uh, helping others includes even those that even those that are enemies. Yes. You know, if you're, let's say you're a chaplain in the military and you're, and you're dealing with the enemy. And, uh, you know, you still, if they're receptive, you still pray with them, minister to them. So... Uh, but uh, well, notice what it's saying. It's not that uh, Jesus only ministered to faithful friends, right. 
but our Savior knew the care of the care of like Mary and Martha, like like them ministering to him, and a number of the women right would be serving them meals. Mary Magdalene, yeah, exactly. Yeah, issues etc. had a real good thing. Uh, Mary Magdalene, what had been her uh, vocation before she was? Oh, she was. I think there's a talk that she had been possessed by several demons. That's correct. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking. Well, no, the point I'm trying to make is I thought she was a prostitute. Well, there is talk about that, but I don't think there's anything. uh, Correct. You know, there's difference of opinion on that. Yeah, yeah. And they had a woman on who did a really good job in taking a look at the history of that. And you were correct, it was the demons yeah. that had come out of here. So what were you going to say? I was going to ask, you know, I can think of women ministering to Jesus or helping him or serving him. But can you think of any men? Can you think of any episodes in the gospel oh, of, yeah. of men uh, he serving him Jesus? He in a tree. He called them down. Oh, you're right. He did. He stayed <laughs> stayed at his house. That's the only one I can think of no, right no, now. No, I, I, I've got it. Six more. Really? Yeah. You can think of uh, men that that no, sure that helped in time of need, helped Jesus. How about the centurion whose servant Jesus healed? He also invited him into the house. Yeah. Okay. And then that doesn't real sp- specifically talk about them. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. Probably they were probably hospitable to Jesus if they had a chance. But I, you know, you don't. You don't well, hear that as much as you do about the women helping him. How about at the beginning, um, there was a certain guy who was chosen as a disciple, even though he was a tax collector. Levi or Matthew. And he ate. Oh, with- hey, that's right. He invited him. He, you're right. You're, you opened my eyes to the scriptures, Tom. <laughs> Well, it would take another three hours for that, but let's... <laughs> okay. Verse 4. Okay, oh, great one. Uh, four, verse 4. <laughs> Heavenly Father, may our caring bear the imprint of your grace. With the Son and Holy Spirit, praise be yours in every place. Lord, we pray that we, your people, who your gifts unnumbered claim, through the sharing of your blessings, may bring glory to your name. Now, notice there that with the Son and the Holy Spirit and the Father, we want to bring praise to him in every place. And the way that him ends is that we may bring glory to your name through the sharing of your blessings. Mm-hmm. Now, what would be one of the greatest blessings that God has given? Saving faith. Yes. The Holy Spirit gives us that. And therefore, how do we share that blessing? By sharing the gospel. Yes, by witnessing right. the message. And when we say gospel, a lot of people say that's just good news. No, it's specific promises right. connected to the death, resurrection, and life of Jesus Christ. That's right. that's right. And those promises include benefits that we receive, and these people don't. I think I told you about that. One girl, I had driven to a hotel from one place to another, and uh, we got talking, and her question to me was, when I sin and I pray immediately asking God to forgive me, is that is is that when he forgives me? Did I talk to you about that? No. Okay. It sounds like an interesting one. Yes. Yeah, what would you say to that? I said no. 
In other words, uh, it's it's when you bestow the absolution. Is no. that what you're going to say? Okay, what? Oh, when you're baptized. No. Okay, all right. Okay, oh, great one. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, don't call me great one. You're going to hear her great one. I turned around. She was Roman Catholic background. Yeah. And I said, when were your sins forgiven? Right. And you know what she said? When Jesus died on the cross. That's pretty good. I about fell out of the car. <laughs> Yeah, that is good. That's good. And so I then said to her, then do you understand that when you're repenting and asking for forgiveness, you're asking that it be applied to you That's because right. you already won it for you. That's right. And then we got into objective and subjective, subjective justification. Oh, boy. You, oh, yeah. That poor woman. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. We came up to the hotel and I stopped, and the hotel people came out and said, You can't park here. No. Because <laughs> other people were, it was a chase park. Oh, uh, oh uh, sure. Yeah. So I, he said, Just move up over there and you can stay uh-huh. there for a minute if you're continuing to talk. So I did. By the end of the conversation, you know what she said to me? What? You know, I think I'm Lutheran. <laughs> yeah, you've run into that before. And I said to her, when you listen to my radio program, every now and I then will say that every Christian is a closet Lutheran. Yeah, that's right. That's right. In, in fact, I have to work on that because I said there's certain questions. It doesn't matter what denomination you ask. They always give the Lutheran answer. And somebody wrote me and wanted to know more than the one question I had given. What was that one question I always like using? When you die and go to heaven, yeah, right. to whom... Will you give the glory, all, the all the credit right. for your salvation? Right. And she said, to Jesus. Yeah, that's right. And I said, yeah, you are Lutheran. Yeah. <laughs> and most believers... Oh, they all believe Now, they, they may not verbalize it quite the way, but most believers do really can get when you fr- when you frame it in that question. If you frame it in that it way, they will always say Jesus. Jesus. And then I had the Southern Baptist, and I said, then why do you invite him to come into your heart? Uh, Aren't you taking credit for your salvation that way? (laughs) And then you always get this answer. One of two answers comes out. Either they're silent (laughs) until I drop them off. Or they say, I'll have to think about that. Yeah, right. Or I've never heard that before. Uh Uh-huh, right. Yeah. And so um, we go by a lot of LCMS churches when I'm driving around. And I say, oh, look, there's one of the churches to which our denomination is, uh-huh. especially if it's near their house. Sure. And I say, you may want to take a time out on Sunday and go visit to hear what we believe, teach, and confess. Good. Good for you. Well, there was a couple I had in the back seat, and I mentioned I'm a Lutheran pastor. And they said, well, what's different about Lutheranism? I said that... There is no work you can do that will ever get you to heaven. <laughs> and the rest of the time, they were silent. <laughs> they wouldn't talk anymore. <laughs> so I gave them my card, so maybe they're going to be listening to our program. Uh-huh. By the way, we got compliments today about oh, this we? program. Yes. Really? Yes. Who? What did they say? I'm not going to say who because they okay. don't want their name announced. Right. But they well, said, we really enjoy listening to your Tuesday. They even said Rumination Tuesday. Rumination Tuesday. Yeah. Well, when you're going that. over the hymns. So I hope that Gregory Wismar appreciated this. Yes. Because it helped us understand stewardship in a way we normally don't. 
your worship services? Worship services, uh, we have a... F- a 5 p.m. service Saturday evening for those that can't attend Sunday. And, of course, a uh, larger service on Sunday morning, 9 a.m., followed by adult Bible class at 10.30. What are you doing in adult Bible class? We're studying the topic of the ministry. How about that? You finished Revelation? Yes, we did. Wow. Yes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it took us about six months. Well, one of my favorite chapters vanity of vanity Vanity, everything is vanity we're gonna have fun with that one yes tomorrow we'll have a bible study from a long gospel perspective you can email me if you have a suggestion if not we will come up with something till then god bless Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962.